Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Crazy in Love is the true crime podcast that tells love stories with a twist. They went on this whirlwind honeymoon that was down to the Florida Keys, which is so romantic. Sometimes the twist of a knife. The coroner had determined that Wendy had been strangled and bludgeoned to death. Just because things start off with once upon a time doesn't mean everyone lives happily ever after. This is Crazy in Love, a production of KT Studios and iHeartRadio. I'm Courtney Armstrong, a crime producer at KT Studios, joined by fellow producers Stephanie Lidecker, Jeff Shane, and Tim Hamilton. We've all worked for years on various crime podcasts and TV series, and as crime producers, we talk murder all the time. One thing we've noticed is just how many of them stem from love. We're exploring the case of the jealous ex, the scheming husband, and the deadly honeymoon. Anyone who knew Wendy Trapaga knew she was a good person. Raised by a single mother, Wendy was always helping others. In high school, she learned one of the girls in her class couldn't afford to go to prom, so Wendy made her a dress and did her hair and makeup. Her interest in beauty translated to a career. 
In 2002, Wendy had just turned 21 and decided to put herself through cosmetology school. That's where she met 31-year-old Michael Escoto. A quick note, Michael Escoto's name has been reported as both Michelle and Michael in various outlets. We've chosen to go with Michael. Though Michael was 10 years older than Wendy, they immediately hit it off. Wendy was impressed by Michael's red motorcycle and sensitive poet guy personality. Wendy's family could tell she was, quote, totally in love and had a sparkle in her eye. Wendy and Michael quickly moved in together. During the next six months, the couple enjoyed the good life. They were often seen about town on Michael's Ducati with Wendy on the back, hair flying in the ocean breeze. The South Beach clubs became a regular go-to scene for the loving couple. Wendy even dyed Michael's hair blonde so he would look more like a rock star. After an intense romance, the couple got married at Miami Beach City Hall, followed by a honeymoon down the coast in the Florida Keys. After three beautiful days, the pair couldn't get enough of each other and decided to extend their vacation with a final night in Miami at a lovers-only hotel. Here's Jeff. First and foremost, as producers, we're victims advocates. Our goal is always to shine a light on injustices and bring attention to stories that we feel need to be heard. In our work, we've noticed that many of these crimes stem from the same thing, love. And that's why we decided to call together some of the most egregious, shocking, and terrifying stories of relationships that took deadly turns. Our hope is to not only raise awareness about the victim and what happened to them, but also help listeners learn to look out for some of the warning signs in toxic situations that arise in their own lives. Wendy seemed so, so happy. Wendy's mother, though, did have some reservations, apparently, according to reports. We now know that days before the wedding, she told her family that she was pregnant, which could explain why the rush down the aisle. That kind of does play into their real love for each other and them wanting to just embrace and be with each other longer. You know, they're 10 years apart, and many would say age is just a number. But the ages of 21 to 31, that particular 10 years is kind of a big gap. They like to go out a lot, and they were big players in the club scene. And so that, to me, says that maybe he acted a little younger than he was. One thing I would say is that we had heard that he was entering the same school that she was at. So he's 31, re-entering school. So for that to be the case, he may have been changing careers. It seemed like Michael attracted a lot of ladies with this rock star vibe he was putting off. Because when he and Wendy started dating, she began to realize that he had a lot of female admirers all around town. They were constantly bumping into women he had dated, particularly one ex kept coming up, this woman Yolanda Cerillo. And Yolanda kind of conveniently would just pop up out of nowhere when the couple was having dinner or having drinks. She also started getting her haircut done at La Belle, the beauty school where both Wendy and Michael attended. And, you know, Michael brushed it off. So Wendy tried not to make a big deal of it because she wanted to stay in the present. Not only would these girls be popping up all the time, and specifically this Yolanda, they did eventually say that Michael loved it. He loved his exes popping up. He loved that Yolanda kept appearing at dinner when he and Wendy were together, or some other random ex would just show up wherever they were. Well, you know what? There's something to be said, because that's always that delicate dance when you start dating somebody, and you know they have a past, and you know they have old girlfriends or old boyfriends. So you really have to trust yourself, right? That 
this person is just someone from the past. It's just coincidence or they're just friends. But that's a real hard thing to do. But I would also want to play it like I'm cool with that because I'm not jealous. But really, I am. Or maybe she's literally just not jealous. There are some women that are just genuinely not jealous and, you know, would believe that, hey, look, that's his ex for a reason. They're not together. But when it's over, it's over. She seemed to kind of handle it with stride and wasn't super jealous and, you know, seemingly really trusted her now soon to be husband. They went on this whirlwind honeymoon that was down to the Florida Keys, exotic drinks, fabulous dinners on the beach. It was really romantic. And they had a hotel room. And then after they came back to Miami, after their whirlwind honeymoon, they decided to extend their honeymoon a little longer and check into the Miami Executive Hotel with its heart-shaped jacuzzis and mirrored ceiling. The hotel was known to attract all kinds of different lovers. On the final night of their honeymoon, Wendy called her mother and said she and Michael were going to see a movie and then go dancing at a club. Wendy's mother urged her not to drink due to pregnancy, but Wendy brushed off her concerns. It would be the last time they would ever speak. The next morning at 5 a.m., Wendy's mother got an unexpected call from Michael. He said that he and Wendy had had an argument. He also said that Wendy stormed off, saying she was going to her mother's house. But Wendy never arrived. Around the same time, in a different part of town, a body was found slumped between two parked cars. Wearing a blue sequin dress, the woman had been brutally beaten. Strangely enough, the woman was barefoot, but police noted that her feet were clean. The woman was identified as Wendy Trapaga. Here's Stephanie. This was a gruesome and brutal murder. The coroner had determined that Wendy had been strangled and bludgeoned to death and that she was likely hit with a heavy object somewhere between 15 and 20 times. We now know that these types of violent crimes typically aren't random. That sort of gave the impression that this might have been personal and authorities started looking deeper into the circle around her. Wendy did not have any defensive wounds on her body, so that likely means she didn't put up a fight, which could potentially indicate that maybe she had drugs in her system or hopefully means that she was unconscious at the time of the murder. It turns out when her toxicology report came back that she had all these pills in her system, Percocet, Vicodin, Ambien, like heavy sleeping pills. So. Yeah, she was unconscious. She was on a plethora of pills. But she wouldn't be taking all of those pills voluntarily. She's pregnant, and that type of a medication could really do such damage to an unborn baby. Well, that's what I thought, too. And then did some more digging in the autopsy. She was never pregnant. What? Yeah, not pregnant. Meaning there was no evidence that she had ever been pregnant, not that she lost the baby, for example. Correct. There was no signs that she had been pregnant recently at all. So just curious, then that was a lie she told? It seems that, yeah, for whatever reason, she lied to her family prior to the wedding. No, some reports have also made the suggestion that she may have lied about being pregnant simply because she really wanted her family to be on board with the wedding. Also shows how much she really wanted her mother and her siblings to be invested in her relationship with Michael and supportive. And you know, that's 
goes to show right there that if you have to tell a horrific lie to get your friends and family to like the person you're getting involved with, maybe you should take a second look at it and think, is this really the person I want to get involved with? We also know that Wendy was very close to her family, very tight with her mother. They spoke often. And so, you know, if they had any misgivings about her relationship, the red flag is pretty obvious. Sometimes we have to listen to our loved ones. And I mean, this isn't a 35-year-old woman who has life experience. This is a girl, a young girl who may have been manipulated into a situation. And now she's in over her head and doesn't know what to do. So she's just going to keep making the snowball bigger and bigger and bigger until I guess eventually it implodes. When the police went and spoke with Michael, he showed no emotion to find out that his wife had been found murdered. He was totally relaxed, didn't seem shocked at all, which is odd. I'll never, ever, ever understand this. This is your young, lovely wife who at some point you loved deeply. If you had nothing to do with it, wouldn't you be going insane trying to find out where she is and if she's okay? And offering as much help as to the police as possible. Police went and talked to Wendy's family. And Wendy's sister recalled the very first time she met Michael, she got a bad feeling, chills, as she described it. But upon further investigation, Wendy's family told the police that Wendy had confided in them that they had purchased $1 million life insurance policies just a few weeks earlier. So Michael and Wendy had $2 million life insurance policies she shows up dead, murdered, and he has no reaction whatsoever. You know, going back to the insurance of it all, I did some research, and interestingly, 54% of all Americans have some sort of life insurance, which is a pretty high number. So that in and of itself is not a red flag per se that Michael was culpable in this murder. Wendy's family was sure that Michael was involved in Wendy's murder. Unfortunately, the police didn't have enough evidence to charge him with anything. However, his behavior continued to point toward his guilt. Michael and his ex-girlfriend Yolanda reconnected. He moved into her apartment and they became a couple again. Strapped for money and unable to cash in on the life insurance policy, Michael filed a suit against the insurance company. At the trial, Michael was forced to testify which turned out to be a grave mistake. Prosecutors sat and listened to Michael's testimony and heard details of his story change before their eyes. For instance, he had earlier told police that extending the honeymoon was Wendy's idea. But in 2002, Yolanda told police that Michael had asked her to make the hotel reservation for him, indicating it wasn't Wendy's idea at all. On the second day of the civil trial, Michael failed to show up. Wendy's mother was granted the insurance money. Three days after his no-show in court, on August 17, 2005, Michael was arrested and charged with Wendy's murder. The wheels of justice slowly turned and it took eight years for the trial to begin, but when it did, there was a major bombshell. Michael's on-again, off-again girlfriend Yolanda flipped on her boyfriend and in exchange for full immunity, agreed to testify for the prosecution. She shared every gruesome detail of how Michael murdered his new bride. Here's Stephanie. 
the fact that they had life insurance policies taken out on each other in and of itself is not a huge thing. However, the amount was massive. And the real red flag is that just two months after the murder, Michael tried to cash it in. And that's the number one thing police look at. Also keep in mind, they had really only just met. So here they are having a rushed wedding, you know, a quick rendezvous. They fell in love fast. They married even faster. At what point do you have the time to really stop and take out insurance policies on each other in this very short timeline? We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.
when someone dies, the first thing police look at is who stands to gain from this death. And in this case, it was who stood to gain financially from this death. And that person was Michael Escoto, Wendy's husband. There's a sad irony that this life insurance policy is the thing, you know, that was probably Michael's motive, but also is the thing that helped put him away. He clearly wasn't thinking straight because why would he take out this policy, this very obvious policy after such a short romance, then not cooperate with police and then try to cash in so quickly after refusing to help? Like, did he really think he would get away with that? Totally. One thing that was very unusual about the crime scene and how her body was found is that she was found without shoes and barefoot. And that would suggest that she was carried to this dumpster and likely just tossed in there like pure trash. And, you know, asks the question, who could do that? You have to really dislike this person and have no care for them whatsoever to just discard their body like a rag doll. And Yolanda admitted to prosecutors that she helped Michael crush narcotics and sleeping pills into a powder form so they could drug Wendy so that she would pass out when Michael tries to kill her. But what's crazy is Yolanda admits to police that she allowed Michael to dunk her head into a bathtub to practice on how to drown Wendy to death. So they were having murder rehearsals, basically. Murder rehearsals, yeah. So in when you think about it, she's just as party to the killing as Michael. Tim, that's astounding when you say it, because that also really points, obviously, to the premeditation of it all. But is it possible that Michael targeted Wendy from the jump? I mean, again, we're in such a short period of time here. The timeline is so brief. A lot has happened, obviously, and if he's doing these rehearsals with Yolanda prior to the murder, that would sort of imply, to me at least, that perhaps Michael targeted Wendy from the start. Well, it's not a bad assumption. And, you know, when you think about up to this point, they met, they married, they honeymooned, and they're back. And for them to get insured life insurance policies, for her to tell her family she was pregnant, for Yolanda and Michael to be able to rehearse the murders, there was really no time for them to fall in love. Yeah, I mean, it definitely seems like they picked her. She was like a mark. Which she was a mark then for Yolanda and Michael, which again, obviously looking back at this and kind of looking for the red flags in this relationship, the obvious one is that Wendy's families had some second thoughts about whether or not Michael was the man for her and that maybe Wendy should slow things down. Love can be very cloudy also and make us not see things as they are. And, you know, Wendy did have some tip-offs. Yolanda was popping up all the time, like you guys discussed, and she was such a good sport about it and wasn't inherently a jealous girl. So she kind of looked the other way. The final night of the honeymoon that we know they were at this lover's only hotel, Michael's plan hit a snag when Wendy wouldn't drink the taste of the deadly cocktail that they previously made. She said it tasted too weird. So Michael tried it again by adding more booze to it. And this time Wendy drank it, but he couldn't manage to drown her. So Yolanda said at this point, Michael showed up at her house with Wendy in the car. She's all messed up on this on these pills and booze. And so Yolanda follows him in her car to this warehouse parking lot where Michael pulls Wendy out of the car. He then tells Yolanda to drive around for 20 to 25 minutes and come back and get him, which she does. 
again, doesn't call the police, doesn't do anything to prevent this from happening. But when she returns 25 minutes later, Michael is covered in blood and carrying a bloody tire iron. And Wendy is nowhere to be found. So Yolanda drives Michael down to the water where he gets out of the car, throws the tire iron in. She then drives him back to his apartment, takes his bloody clothes and throws them in a dumpster for him. It's so messed up. I mean, if we're to believe Yolanda, which I mean, I think she has a reason to lie. She's getting immunity for her testimony. So she's throwing Michael under the bus. I would assume she's probably more involved even than she's saying. But that to me says that they were at the very least, he was planning this prior to the wedding. So he went on that honeymoon with her, knowing full well that in a matter of days, she would be dead. At the trial, Yolanda Cerillo admitted to prosecutors that she helped plan the murder. Perhaps the most bizarre part of the trial was that Michael represented himself. This meant he had to cross-examine the prosecution star witness, his ex-girlfriend Yolanda. On the stand, the ex-lovers got into words over the nature of their relationship. Michael tried to paint Yolanda as a bitter ex who, perhaps in a fit of jealousy, murdered Wendy herself. Here's a portion of the court recording. I believe the evidence will show that only an imbecile, and an imbecile who's in love with money, would kill somebody four days after they were married to that person says the guy who's defending himself says in the guy a who capital it. murder investigation. Just the fact, yeah, just the fact that Michael defended himself speaks so much to his character also and his ego that he could be bigger and better than the law, that he would outsmart everybody on trial is also a real tell. Also something that I thought was heart-wrenching is that Yolanda claimed that Michael told her that he never, ever loved Wendy and that the whole wedding was, in fact, a sham. In fact, the day before the wedding, he asked Yolanda if she would help him murder his new bride, cash in, and then run off into the sunset. Horrible. I mean, it's so wild. The longer and the deeper you get into this, everything that's going on. Let's stop here for another quick break. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 
This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Going back to him representing himself, I wonder if that was a strategy on Michael's part to be able to cross-examine Yolanda, knowing that they had this deep-rooted relationship and that she loved him and was so devoted to him that maybe while on trial, he could break her or maybe she would change her testimony or something or she would recant her original statement out of love for Michael. Didn't someone once say that if you're your own lawyer, you have a fool for a client? It just seems like representing himself was a catastrophic idea from the start. But never have I seen ex-lovers on going at it like that in a courtroom. I mean, that's unprecedented. The fact that that was even allowed is shocking and that it happened, it's just surprising. We've looked at a lot of very complex murder cases, but never have we seen something like ex-lovers going at it in the courtroom like this. This, to me, seems truly unprecedented. I didn't know who she was. I didn't. I hated the whole situation. I hated that you left. And did you wish she was dead? I wish you would go away. It's one thing to be in love and wish that the person you're in love with loved you back, but wanting somebody to just disappear is a real leap. You know, how do you go from loving somebody to agreeing to murder somebody? You don't, that's not normal. And if that's the situation, then I would say seek counseling first before you progress in that relationship. And also to trust your gut, not that we're doling out relationship advice in any way, but you know we've all had those moments where our gut says something is not right here. And I'm just gonna go back to Yolanda for one second. Why would you want to be in a relationship with someone that you know is organizing a murder of someone they just married. What entices you to want to love that person and have them come back to you? I would imagine money. They were both looking at a million dollar payout. So Yolanda's a single mom. She thought maybe she would get her guy back and get some portion of this money. It would probably set her up pretty nicely. Maybe. Yeah, how do you live with yourself? 
Not justifying it, but I would imagine that was probably her motive. Right. They each had $1 million insurance policies. Like, what makes them think that they're special and they're not going to do the same thing on each other? That is true. You leave them like you find them. Yeah, during the trial, Michael tried to paint Yolanda as this jealous ex who, potentially in a fit of rage, actually killed Wendy herself. And so not only was he involving his ex-girlfriend in this murder plot, but then when push came to shove, he was willing to throw her under the bus and actually say she did it. What unfolded while he was representing himself is that Yolanda wasn't the only ex in his life who came to court to trash Michael. In fact, Michael has a history of mooching off of girlfriends and getting anything and everything he can from the girls he's dated. He had one girl come on onto the stand and say she was giving him $1,500 a month as like a stipend. One other girl said she bought him his flashy new motorcycle, which is oddly enough, one of the reasons Wendy fell in love with the hot guy on the motorcycle. Another girl said that she bought him a car. So it's like, He's a moocher. And if anything you don't want coming out in court is how you take advantage of all the girls you date. It's a pattern. That's what it creates. That's what the prosecution was trying to do is say that Michael had a pattern of taking advantage of the woman that he was romantically involved with. Pattern. So another interesting fact is that Michael acted like he loved Wendy. And it seemed like he may have been driven by greed and the desire to cash in on their life insurance policies. And when in fact... His ex and alleged co-conspirator on the stand recounted the moment he told her the truth. And he said, and I quote, to calm down that it was all a plan, that he didn't love her, he loved me. He said he was going to marry her, then they were going to go have an insurance policy, and she was going to die, end quote. So Yolanda's story was drastically different than Michael's. If you remember back when Michael originally talked to the police in October of 2002, during a marathon-long 14-hour investigation, he told police that Wendy asked to extend their honeymoon, so they checked into the motel. What he said was they had sex, slept a little, she fell asleep in the jacuzzi, and they checked out at 4 a.m. and headed home. They then had an argument on the way home, and when they got there, he walked into the apartment, leaving Wendy in the car. He said when he walked back out five minutes later, both she and the car were gone. And as police were having this interrogation with Michael, he got more and more upset and began to shut down. He, at one point, refused to polygraph and also wouldn't let police officers take pictures of the bruises on his arms. Furthermore, he wouldn't even give a DNA sample. And, you know, maybe that's because he was trying to evade police, but also he was in there for 14 hours with no lawyer answering a lot of their questions. That's a really long interrogation. He must have either been incredibly confident that he could evade their suspicion or is just really stupid. I'm going to guess he's really stupid because as we all know, prosecutors finally charged Michael after watching him testify at the insurance trial in 2005. On April 22nd, 2014, the jury found Michael guilty of first degree premeditated murder for killing Wendy Chapaga. He was sentenced to the mandatory sentence of life in prison without the possibility of parole. Michael sat stone-faced as the verdict was read. Wendy's mother dropped to her knees crying. While she couldn't bring Wendy back to life, she was relieved that Michael would be locked up for the rest of his life. Following the criminal trial, Yolanda avoided any charges as part of a plea deal. Wendy's family was disappointed and later sued her in a civil trial. 
The Trapaga family won the lawsuit and were awarded $44 million, an amount Yolanda would never be able to pay. In 2017, Wendy's mother passed away. Her family says it was from a broken heart. She was buried wearing a pendant with Wendy's picture in it. If you're enjoying Crazy in Love, listen to seasons one and two of The Piketon Massacre, another KT Studios production, and follow us on Instagram at KT underscore studios. Crazy in Love is produced by Stephanie Lidecker, Beth Greenwald, Chris Graves, Lisa DiGiovine, Jeff Shane, Tim Hamilton, and me, Courtney Armstrong. Editing and sound design by Jeff Twa. Additional editing by Davey Cooper-Wasser. Crazy in Love is a production of iHeartRadio and KT Studios. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.